0: So what we've seen lately is these trillion-dollar bailouts. So governments can print money, and we talked about this in our last podcast. They're basically saying there's an unlimited supply of dollars. Well, there isn't an unlimited supply of Bitcoins. There's only 21 million that will ever be created. Um, They were not released all at once.
1: This is a Bitcoin Basics podcast with your host, Ferris. That's me and Gordon from CoinCompass.com. We're Bitcoin advisors and educators supporting business and individual investors to safely buy, store and control their private keys, Bitcoins. This podcast is strictly educational and is not intended to be financial, investment or legal advice. Full disclaimer in the show notes and at the end of this episode.
2: Hi everyone, welcome back to another Bitcoin Basics podcast. For me, it is day 12 of my self-isolation from the beach. What's happening in your neck of the woods, Faris? You got cabin fever yet?
0: No, I'm, uh, I'm on day three of self-isolation, but this is at the risk of sounding arrogant. Uh, this isn't anything new for me. I've, uh, I worked as a trader on my own book for about four years, so I'm used to being very much alone during the day. So for me, it's kind of like encouraging that the rest of the world is empathizing where I've been.
2: Yeah, it's funny when they talk about social distancing or whatever. It's like, dude, I've been doing that for like the last 40 years. But I'm pretty cool with it. Yeah. Uh, Proof of recording. The block height, block number is 622,973. That equates to March the 26th, 2020. And the current price of Bitcoin is 6,636. So welcome to day four of our Bitcoin Q and A, thirty days of Bitcoin. And how about we get straight into it, Paris? Let's listen to the questions.
1: Hello, guys. Um, I was wondering,
2: is it um possible, I suppose, for somebody to buy all the bitcoins, or for one day, for it to no longer be available? Like, as in, is there an infinite amount of bitcoins available, or will the supply run out? Thanks.
0: All right, Corden, I actually really like this question. Um, Let's start with your take on it.
2: Well, how about I'll give you the short answer and you can perhaps give the long answer. And the short answer to me is an analogy with gold. Could you buy up all the gold? Now, let's forget about all the paper gold. Let's talk about physical gold. And there's two problems with that. One problem is how do you find the people in the world who have got all the gold? And secondly, they might not be willing to sell it. So of course you could do that by force, but there's two problems. Same thing with Bitcoin. You would have to find basically every single person who has Bitcoin. Well, how do you find that out? Forgetting about the fact there are chain analysis and there are ways to tie identities to the blockchain, that's virtually impossible. And a lot of people like me won't wanna sell it. So no, you couldn't buy up all the Bitcoin And in terms of supply, there is a finite supply, a cap supply, fixed supply of 21 million bitcoins. There won't be ever any more than that. But what about the long version? Give us your take. (laughs) Thanks. Um, So one thing I just want to mention to
0: the audience, if you're unfamiliar with the term that Gordon used there, he refers to physical gold and paper gold. So the difference there is is that the physical gold, thats stuff that you can touch is stuff that's in vaults. it's stuff that you wear. Uh, When we're talking about gold, we generally talk about gold bullion, but also gold has been financialized in that people will basically speculate on the price of gold without actually ever exchanging gold. So this we saw in the housing crisis where people were basically leveraging on houses. And we've had that in gold, There's a lot of leverage against gold. There's a lot of leverage in the financial markets, which we're starting to see online. Bitcoin is not leveraged in the same way. Bitcoin is not leveraged like that. There's no paper Bitcoin. When you're selling Bitcoin from one person to another, you're not selling a derivative. You're not selling um, something based on the price of Bitcoin. You're actually trading Bitcoin.
2: Not yet, Farris. It's coming soon. Don't worry. Paper Bitcoin's coming.
0: It will be. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when that comes free. But yeah, as Gordon just said, um, so two things. One is, and for me, from an economics point of view, as far as I'm concerned, is one law of irrefutable, or one irrefutable law in economics, and that's supply and demand. More supply um, decreases demand, more uh, sorry, more supply than demand will decrease in- the price of um, a commodity. more demand and supply will increase the price. And yeah, that's to me it's a, it is a law of economics. it's just it's not an opinion. it's just simply a matter of fact. So what we've seen lately is these trillion dollar bailouts. So governments can print money and we talked about this in our last podcast, they're basically saying there's an unlimited supply of dollars. Well, there isn't an unlimited supply of Bitcoins. There's only 21 million that will ever be created. Um, they were not released all at once. So the beauty of the way Bitcoin was created is yes, we're only ever going to get 21 million, but we're not going to release them all at once. We released them in stages. And we did do a podcast and a newsletter which looks into the halvening, which we, if you want to find out more about how Bitcoins are released to avoid inflation, Please look at those podcasts and that newsletter, which we'll put links up. So two really important things that Gordon mentioned there is there will only ever be a certain amount of Bitcoins, 21 million. It's presumed that between five and seven million have been lost. And that's just due to user error. And to be honest, that was our motivation for starting Coin Compass was to show people how to buy the bitcoins and keep them safe.
1: Stay informed with the state of Bitcoin and blockchain developments, news, and a comprehensive summary of price movements from technical and fundamental analysts with the Coin Corner monthly newsletter at coincompass.com forward slash newsletter. While you're there, check out all our social media, video guides, ebooks, and webinars at coincompass.com forward slash free.
2: And if you assume that some have been stolen as well, so some... Bitcoins have been hacked and stolen from companies like Mt. Gox and other places and exchanges, as well as Satoshi's coins. He has almost, well, he, she, it, they, whoever it was, alien, person from the future, have just under a million coins. It's possible that there really only is about 12 to 13 million Bitcoins available, not 21 million.
0: Yeah. So with that, so we've thrown a lot of numbers in there. I think um, if we just summarize it, so from the beginning, only 21 million Bitcoin were going to be created. That was in the Bitcoin white paper. Of those 21 million Bitcoins, Satoshi Nakamoto, which is a he, she, or they, kept 1 million for themselves. It's presumed they haven't sold any. Of that, It's not presumed. That we can confirm
2: million. on the blockchain that they haven't. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to keep it Bitcoin basics here. Yeah no but <laughs> this is an important No this is okay,
2: an important Okay we point. know
0: it is. He's, Gordon's right. We know that um Satoshi Nakamoto, he or they have not sold their 1 million bitcoins. Reasons they have done that is well we can only speculate. They believe the price is going much higher. Satoshi Nakamoto's dead or you know you know we we can only speculate, but we know from the blockchain that wallet those bitcoins have not moved out of there. So That's 1 million bitcoins out of the 21 million. To date, we've only mined, is it 17 or 18 million, Gordon? The mining to date, I think.
2: So currently, I just looked this up this morning. The um, total supply is 21 million, but the current circulating supply as of this morning is 18.2 million. So that's 87% have already been distributed.
0: All right, so with that, So again, we'll go to these numbers. 21 million Bitcoins will only be created. Satoshi Nakamoto's kept the millions from himself. Um, They can, he can sell them in the future. So there's only so 18 million have already been created. So there's only 3 million left to be created. But it is presumed five to seven million have been lost or stolen due to user error. I'm going to include Satoshi's coins in there because we presume that Satoshi knows how to keep his coins safe. So we'll say that 15 million Bitcoins will ever be created, and we've already created the majority of them, and there's only 3 million left to go. So with that, it's basically impossible for any one person to buy up all the Bitcoins. Um, a, A government could do it if they wanted to, but why? They would have to print trillions of dollars use it to buy Bitcoins, and yeah, to them, if they did, that would be a threat. But even then, people have to sell them their Bitcoins, and you can't force someone to sell you something. If they started doing that, if someone started buying Bitcoins in bulk, you'd just see the price skyrocket. So it is, yeah, it is spread out. Um, It is very stable and very strong, even though there's volatility in price, the network itself is very strong. And the blockchain is the most robust financial system ever created.
2: The only way a government or someone could buy up all the coins is to attack Bitcoin, which would involve millions, billions probably of dollars. And uh, if any government or corporation decided to do that, uh, it would be fairly noticeable. And everyone on the Bitcoin um, that they're trying to take over would probably just move to a Bitcoin two or Bitcoin three. So there really isn't a practical or technological way to steal buy all the Bitcoins anyway?
0: Yep, Yep. so, yep, summarize. Um, Yeah, pretty much impossible for any one person to buy all the Bitcoins and there is a cap supply. The time we're expected to run out of Bitcoins created will be in the year 2040. So, uh, sorry, 2140. 2140 is when it's presumed the very last Bitcoins will actually ever be created. So until then, the three million left will be released very gradually until then.
2: And just as a comparison with gold, I mean, it's, it's with, with all this paper gold and physical gold, I'm talking physical gold. It, it's around about 2%, I believe, Faris, of gold that gets put onto the um, as lining supply each year.
0: I don't know. I tried looking at that number recently and found it difficult to find, actually. But, yeah,
2: I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll link to a couple of sources that I found that it was around about 2%, which is just higher than Bitcoin at the moment. But the Bitcoin halvening, which is coming up in a couple of uh, months, which we won't go into, see our previous podcast. After that halvening, Bitcoin's increase... Of circulation in terms of circulating supply, is actually around about one percent. So, Bitcoin's flooding onto the market is is then going to be less than, you know, what gold is flooding onto the market. Yeah. yeah. So
0: basically, so what that means is, yeah, what that means is there's going to be less Bitcoins going being added to the supply than gold being added to the supply. Is what are alluding to there. So we're actually seeing a reduction in the supply of Bitcoins overall compared to a reduction in, compared to gold. So back to supply and demand, you're going to see less supply of Bitcoin um, compared to the supply of gold. And less supply, if demand stays the same or goes up, the price goes up. So.
2: Well, I think that covers it. If you are interested in more details, you could certainly Google and YouTube it. But we actually went through the Bitcoin white paper in some of our earlier podcasts. And we go through all of these things in terms of the circulating supply, how bitcoins are created, and uh, total supply, and pretty much everything to do with the creation, the technical, economical, political, um, innovation that is Bitcoin. So have a look at that. And uh, yeah, feel free to ask any follow-up questions if you still got them.
0: Well, thank you for that question. And uh, we want to remind everyone that, yeah, 30 Days of Bitcoin is we are answering your questions about Bitcoin. So no question is too simple, too difficult, we hope. But it is this 30 Days of Bitcoin. It's just to help people understand the basics about Bitcoin and what we're trying to keep under a 10-minute daily podcast. So go to coincompass.com forward slash ask and
2: post your question, please. Excellent. Thanks, Faris. On to the next one. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com slash free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time.